cash fed cattle prices gained last week, as did wholesale beef prices. Supply and demand fundamentals suggest cattle producers will gain more market leverage from here on for the next several years. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 1st of November, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We are connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices continued to gain ground last week amid aggressive cattle slaughter, resilient beef demand, and narrowing supplies. For the week, live prices were $2 higher in the Southern Plains at $150 hundredweight, $1 to $2 higher in Nebraska at $152 to $153, and $1 to $3 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $151 to $153. Dress prices were $4 higher in Nebraska at $240 and $48 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $240. In his weekly market comments, Andrew P. Griffith agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, explains, the expectation is for the number of cattle on feed to decline given the increased quantity of heifers slaughtered this year and the increase in cow slaughter. He says the increased slaughter of females is certain to result in smaller calf crops the next few years, and that could be extended if significant moisture is not received in drought-stressed regions of the country. Griffith adds that there are so many dynamics to this market, including internal and external factors, that it's extremely difficult to predict the exact timing of anything. Through the first week of October, female beef cattle slaughter was approaching 750,000 head more than last year, according to the Livestock Marketing Information Center. Beef cow slaughter was 336,000 head more, and heifer slaughter was up 364,000 head. Given the pace of current slaughter, LMIC analysts say a reasonable estimate would conclude that U.S. female slaughter will be over 800,000 head by the end of the year. In the latest Livestock Monitor, those analysts explain a simple regression analysis of data back to 1987 implies a January 1st beef cow herd number that's down 4.8% greater than the largest decline seen in the 2011 to 2015 time period. Those analysts explain the difference this time has been the larger number of heifers moving through slaughter channels. Live cattle futures closed an average of 55 cents higher week to week on Friday, except for an average of 27 cents lower in three contracts. Cash prices were mixed for calves and feeder cattle last week, 
but the overall trend remained higher at the weekly auctions monitored by Cattle Current. The CME Feeder Cattle Index closed $3.86 higher week-to-week on Friday at $177.48 a hundredweight. Griffiths says there will be strong competition for calves and feeder cattle moving forward, and this competition will lend itself to stronger prices at all points in the supply chain. He adds that cow-calf producers will likely experience increased profits the next few years, while stalker and feedlot operators will need more capital to play the game. Week to week on Friday, feeder cattle futures closed narrowly mixed, from an average of 18 cents lower to an average of 33 cents higher. They were an average of 81 cents lower, though, on Monday through the front six contracts, as grain and soybean futures bounced higher after Russia's weekend announcement it was suspending its participation in the Black Sea Grain Initiative. That initiative was brokered by the United Nations earlier this year, enabling resumption of Ukraine grain exports via the Black Sea as Russia's war on Ukraine continued. On Monday, corn futures closed 8 to 10 cents higher through July of 23, and then mostly 4 to 5 cents higher. Kansas City wheat futures closed mostly 39 to 53 cents higher. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We are connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Wholesale beef prices continued to gain seasonal momentum last week. Choice box beef cutout value was $9.55 higher week-to-week on Friday at $263.26 hundredweight. Select was $10.13 higher at $234.49. Griffith points out choice box beef prices are at their highest levels in two months and have increased nearly $16 hundredweight over the last two weeks. The Chuck Primal is leading the surge in prices as Chuck prices have increased 12% the past two weeks, Griffith says. He explains the secondary drivers of the increased choice cutout price are the Rib Primal and Loin Primal, which have increased 6% and 5% respectively. As cattle supplies tighten and fewer cattle are slaughtered, Griffith says beef prices are likely to be supported as long as beef demand remains constant. He adds that the primary concern, as it relates to wholesale beef prices, is if the consumer can and will continue to pay the high retail price of beef. As inflation continues and as interest rates increase, consumer purchasing power declines. If the economy moves into a recession phase, then Griffith says the beef industry may come under some pressure. It will then be a matter of how supply and demand find equilibrium. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week of 668,000 head was 5,000 head fewer than the previous week and on par with the same week last year. Year Year-to-date total estimated cattle slaughter of 28.04 million head 
was 436,000 head more, or 1.6% more than the same period last year. Year-to-date beef production of 23.13 billion pounds was 320.9 million pounds more, or 1.4% more. First the pandemic, and now the onslaught of consumer price inflation, continue to disrupt what were once fairly predictable consumer eating behaviors, according to the latest Eating Patterns in America from the NPD Group. According to David Portal Latin, NPD food industry advisor and author of Eating Patterns in America, the rate of change in U.S. consumers' eating behaviors continues at a dizzying pace. Anyone hoping to return to normal must understand there is no normal, only an ongoing evolution as we respond to new realities. Portal Latin points to six macro themes currently shaping the new realities of food and beverage consumption behaviors, among them inflation. He says consumers are unlikely to reduce food and beverage consumption in the face of inflationary pressure, but they will find ways to manage and allocate their food dollars. To offset rising food costs, he explains consumers are bargain hunting when grocery shopping, eating more meals at home, and cutting back on restaurant visits. At the same time, he points to return to convenience as another macro theme. Portal Latin explains back to school and work creates time pressures for home cooks and food service customers. And while home centricity remains more prevalent, the return to mobility after the pandemic reintroduced the need for speed and convenience. For some occasions, he says, this means a trip to a quick service restaurant, but for others, we want to retain our new at-home capacity just with some shortcuts or time-saving techniques. Total wellness is another macro theme. Due to the pandemic, Portal Latin says consumers are finding a balance between foods that contribute to physical well-being and those that serve more emotional needs. He explains consumers are increasingly in tune with the functional attributes of various foods and beverages that can contribute to both sides of this equation. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 1st of November, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.